Welcome to Iconic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. And I'm Nikki Hoffman, a physician assistant turned real estate agent on the Icon team. Mark and I are excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. Yep. If you want local knowledge, you've come to the right place. And once again, local is the key word. Mm -hmm. You know, I love having guests on our show. It was fun last week not to necessarily talk to somebody, Mm -hmm. but I love getting back into the routine. Yeah. You laugh at that. I'm sorry. The way I I worded it. Yeah. I don't want. To, I don't want to talk to people. Yeah. No. no, it's cool to have people that are local and that have information they can pass on to educate our people. Yeah. No, I've been really liking and enjoying like learning from people about what they're providing to the community. Yeah. You know what their business is about. You know, just the the background, the people behind the, the scenes, people behind of the, the business. Scenes. You know. Yeah. We won't always just take time to talk real estate. You know, that was a that was a fun episode last week. We're just kind of yeah. You know, the market is is something to talk about. I mean, I know? still think yeah, it was good to just do that for for a little bit and just touch base see where yep. we were so what have you done since we last connected last week anything that you've done special as um, a family or getting out around town you know um we my daughter and i we did go to that um luckett's market thing that was oh, at yeah. the clark county fairgrounds okay. um so we went friday morning it was a beautiful day it's just such a cool like it was it was fun we just walked around and um lots of different vendors vintage stuff furniture decor i mean it, like a lot of holiday decor obviously yep. um you know food trucks you know they got like the warm um apple cider donuts and like Oh, yeah. kombucha yeah. you know so it was all the cool fall things. yeah we had fun um it was a it was a fun little morning out with um with my daughter yeah she did all right and so that's that was kind of our big outing other yep. than that you know it's just uh hey well you know we had a I had my closing. first closing yeah. with you on Monday, so Congratulations. that was super exciting. That was great. Yeah, so my week, I guess, has been kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, it's been a fun week, getting uh-huh. some business done and yeah. helping people out. Yeah. And, you know, I we had um, plenty of Icon real estate people volunteering at the Ravenwood Fair. Yes, And I saw. saw pictures. I was mm-hmm. planning on going. My entire day got turned upside down. And I was not able to be there. I do know they got rained on. I know. I saw And that was pictures. a little bit of a bummer. Yeah. But I think they had plenty of mead and turkey legs to go around mm-hmm. to keep everybody happy yes. and warm. So, yeah. But that was a great time from mm-hmm. the pictures that I saw. Yeah. I'm excited to try to go next year when mm-hmm. they do it. I don't, yeah. That's going to be fun opportunity just to get dressed up, see people that you know looking like medieval times people. Oh, it's yeah. For of, sure. Yeah. Next year. I think, yeah, John will be, be like almost four. That could be a could super be a thing. fun slash dangerous activity for Absolutely. <laughs> well, coming up on this episode, we do want to have a chat about insurance. Back into kind of the real estate industry um, people, one of the one of the many people that you need to come come in contact with when you're looking to buy a house, yeah, you know, it starts with a lender and maybe a home inspector and a lawyer and title company and insurance mm-hmm. is something that we haven't talked about yet yeah you're right and and it's an unknown you know mm-hmm. we see plenty of tv commercials that insurance are selling themselves and i feel like they're on super bowl ads and you're waiting for like the biggest best mm-hmm. funniest commercial out there because there's tons of people trying to sell you stuff right well it's feel like like especially homeowners insurance it's like not a it's not a sexy topic no, like you know no, it's not you, exactly. like you just want to buy your house like it's 
hard enough to be like, I got to pick a lender. And now you're like, oh, I have to think about those things. Like what could go wrong with my yeah. house that I just bought? I don't want to think about that. Nobody but wants to think about you that. You have to think about it. You have to do it. And yeah. so we've got a couple of guys that are going to come up here on our episode that we interviewed and they are awesome because mm-hmm. they're going to explain to you the details of those big commercial like insurance guys versus mm-hmm. what they offer yeah. they're going to talk to us a little bit about how they are local how mm-hmm. you can be an insurance company and still benefit the community and be local yep and fair warning we have somebody on a zoom call this is the first is the for first, us yeah. at iconic talk yeah you know so somebody who's not with us in person <laughs> uh-huh. we we're able to find the technology to make it work for him to to call in and i, for- I hope he sounds good nice. you know he has a radio voice. He had it a sounded, fancy microphone that we saw. Yeah. But it's going to come through just a little bit like um, you know, like a phone call. Yeah. And it's no problem. So here are Zach Santmeyer and Patrick Van Kemper from Trumbull Insurance. Nice. Here we go. Well, we are now here with a pair. We are here with Patrick Van Kemper and Zach Santmeyer from Trumbull Insurance. And you guys are in the house. How sort are you? Of, sort of. We're great. Thanks for having us. <laughs> sort of in the house, you yeah, know? I'm yeah. sorry. I don't want to ruin the... we got to ruin it. So, <laughs> Zach, I'll go to you first. How are you? Good, good, good. Yeah, thanks for, uh, you know, Jimmy rigging this so we could talk. You know, so, Zach, tell us where you are located right now as we speak. Yeah, so I'm a, a Winchester, you know, Stephen City, a born and raised kid, but um, I'm sitting in Michigan right now. So, I own a business here, a Trumbull Agency in Michigan. And uh, yeah, we just put in an office in, in Winchester. Uh, Patrick's, he's actually in the basement of Iconic, so uh, where you guys are talking now. So, yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm glad that we're able to just still do this, even with a little bit of technology and, uh, you know, microphones. So, if it sounds like I'm far away, it's because I am. I'm you are far, far away. away. And, you know, so technology, we are very low tech here. I mean, the the startup it. cost to do podcasts, you know, it doesn't take tons. But, like, it's funny. When I hear other podcasts who are really well off and the quality of their sound and then you have kind of, like, Zoom calls and noises and they don't care, that makes me feel no. better about myself. I love it. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> thank you for being here with us, Zach. And then here live and in person is Patrick. How are you? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. It's it's awesome to hear um, just, you know, having you guys here and hear your story. I'm excited about it. But just walk us through. Patrick, I'll go to you first. Get, you know, tell us about yourself and how you have connections here in Winchester. Well, um, I was a military kid growing up. Every couple of years, we'd move somewhere else. Um, when I was in eighth grade, my dad got his, you know, last... Uh, last assignment or you know, his his last move so we put the roots down here uh went to high school around here i was homeschooled um got connected with most of you guys through church at you know fellowship bible and um just you know great place to raise a family and got into the insurance business a little bit ago and that's sort of my you know brief brief recap of that's how i wound up connected recap. with you guys okay, okay. That was cool. really brief. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's it that's the reader's digest version and of how zach I wound is, up in your basement zach to fill in the stories a little bit more because zach you mentioned earlier already that you're from winchester so give us a little bit about your background and and how you got connected with patrick yeah, so I mean, me and Patrick grew up together. Uh, you know, going to obviously FBC and uh, you know knowing each other through through high school and just different sports. And so, uh, I I think you know for me, I uh, decided that I was going to move away uh, during college, and I didn't realize it was going to be forever. Uh, but I went to Cedarville University out in Ohio, okay, and um, and uh, went to school to be a pastor, a worship pastor. I worked at a church there in Ohio, and then I met a Michigan girl. 
And um, so I, I married her and uh, we decided to move back here to her family, which is here in Michigan. Um, so I got into insurance about seven years ago, um, had the opportunity to buy a little agency about six years ago, and then um, just bought um, my partner out two years ago. Uh, now, yeah, now we're now we're looking to expand. We're growing. And uh, Patrick was a go getter already. Yeah. Uh, someone who uh, already had uh, success in insurance. And so I just called him one day, you know, and just said, hey, you know, you're already doing good. Um, what if what if we just join forces and, 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 and do what I'm doing there? And um, he's like, yeah, let's let's give it a go. So it took a couple months to get up and running. You know, we started talking probably in January and by by May, we were operational, had licenses, and and uh, started running an office from from yeah. you guys at Icon. Yeah, yeah, no, nice. it's it's awesome. And so you shared a lot of different things there. I'm curious about the entrepreneurial concepts there of, of how you got into just business. I mean, you made this transition from thinking you're going to be a church person to then yeah. um, going into business, getting into the industry of insurance, mm-hmm. and yeah. then having your own company and that that seemed like that happened really quick walk us through yeah, kind so of the when i was in college um i had a guy who uh sat me down and he just said he was a mentor of mine and he just said hey i think that you should get into business i just think you have an entrepreneurial bent and um i said well, you know i'm gonna be a pastor you know i'm gonna go to seminary and he's like no i think you i think you should get into business and he took his checkbook out and cut me a check for fifteen thousand bucks and wow. said i want to start a business with you <laughs> and i was wow. like Whoa, okay. Wow. <laughs> now now we got money on the table. What Was and, that uh, the insurance so business? I or? said, what do you want me to do with this yeah. money? And he said, I don't know. Let's go 50-50. You put the work in, I'll put the money in, and we'll start a business. And so um, that led me down a, a rabbit hole of trying to figure out how to you know, start a business. And uh, mm-hmm. within a year, we had a business up and running that was making money, um, selling children's books to okay. uh, kind of large companies. They would uh, custom print these children's books that we made. So I learned a little bit about publishing there, which is fun, huh. and um, and then started selling. So that's when I was, you know, making a hundred calls a day, just trying to sell, and realized I, I like doing that a lot. And um, so I was going to go to seminary uh, out in um, Boston, and realized that uh, pretty quickly that was that was not going to work. And Lauren's family is in insurance, and so uh, I've been talking to her dad about it for a while, and it was something that I didn't think I wanted to do. Uh, but when the time was right, I was like, you know what? I think this is something I could do when I started thinking about the business side, which is what attracted me. So I told him, I said, I'll, I'll come, you know, and, and work for you. I said, but I'm going to be a horrible employee. So because um, <laughs> I'm an entrepreneur by nature and, uh, you know, I, I want to go, go, go and do stuff. And so within, within the first year, I found an agency to buy, um, which I bought and uh, then used that to buy into uh, her dad's business and then um, bought him out here just a couple of years ago when he retired. So, wow. That's that's awesome. I mean, I, I, I have an entrepreneurial mind as well, so I love hearing similar stories of how people get started and then to see the success. That's really cool. And so that's what leads us to have Patrick here with us today because, yeah, you're in Michigan, Zach. You're growing something, and you're thinking to yourself, okay, I got a buddy or I got a couple people that I know in my hometown. Patrick, what did that conversation look like when he's saying, hey, what do you think about working for me and be completely remote and not next to me in Michigan. Well, um, our, uh, his, well, the, the call came, you know, kind of out of the blue, but our families have been connected for so many years. Um, our moms were, you know, uh, best friends, you know, we grew up around each other. So like I already had a lot of trust in Zach, you know, and I already knew that he was very successful in the insurance business. Both of us know insurance well enough to know that 
it's an incredibly difficult business to make it in. So the fact that both of us had been in it for years, and I already trusted Zach from knowing him, you know, years before, the call was welcome. I think we ended up, I think originally we scheduled it for like 15 minutes just to talk about business, and I think we ended up talking for about an hour and a half. But, yeah. you know, I don't know. I, th I think, you know, because in my background, we sort of have a joke in the insurance business that, you know, no grade school kids go to career day, you know, dressed up as an insurance agent. <laughs> they say about realtors too. They, Don't worry about that. They yeah. about realtors sure. too. Until one commercial, one commercial, Jake from State Farm. <laughs> yeah. Now you've got kids wearing khakis to their career days. Uh, but I sort of fell into the insurance business by accident. I was a pitcher at Liberty and our team manager, you know, um, our team manager went straight from Liberty to the insurance business and we just ran into each other in town. Mm. And, um, you know, so just kind of going through and, and surviving, you know, and then thriving as a captive agent where you only have one company to represent. When Zach called me up and said, hey, do you want to spend the rest of, of your career, you know, holding down a desk for somebody else? Or do you want to come with me and <laughs> really help me build something special? Like that was the spark. That was the thing that really got me thinking. And I was like, you know what? Like we need to do this. We need to make this happen. That's you know? cool. Yeah, I mean, I think that there's a component of, you know, fear when you're saying, okay, I got to go into a business for myself, or I've, I'm going to get paid commission mm -hmm. dollars, and, and how am I going to be able to mm -hmm. have success like that? You're essentially selling something, right? Yeah. Both of you guys, mm -hmm. you, you mean, you're yep. salespeople. Right. And so you have to have the relationships, you have to build a, a pocket of business essentially of people that know you and like you and trust you mm -hmm. i'll ask both you guys this question what 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 are the methods of going out there and saying okay yeah trust me and i'm selling you something and you may or may not need it i mean there's always the fear of people i think insurance salespeople coming to your door yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know right and so how do you overcome those potential objections to, to a make a living but then also help the people that you're selling something to i think back to your previous comment about commissions you know a lot of people don't realize like everybody's on a commission they just don't realize it <laughs> if they're not bringing value to their business they're gonna get fired yeah. and so they're paid what they're what they're worth the reality though is that most people who are paid a salary are actually paid under what they're worth um, because the employer is taking on the risk and they're not they're just getting a base rate but it still is a commission so whether you're working you know as an assistant at a lawyer lawyer's office um, or you're you know out uh, you know uh, throwing around insurance or selling a house everybody's on a commission and uh, you you make what you're what you're worth in the marketplace and so um, I think everybody needs to you know a, a lot of people get scared when they start hearing commission like I would never work on a full commission job it's like well you have to think about your own job right now. It's it's your boss does you, he doesn't tell you this, but he's he thinks of you as a commission, right? Mm -hmm. Like how how much are we actually uh, how much are we actually making off of this person, and that's how much I'm going to pay them, except a little bit less because it's a salary, right? Mm -hmm. So um, that's on the commission side. I, I think you know how do we go out and get business? Well, I think what draw uh, drew me and Patrick together 
and why we connected was there's a lot of um, just as in any industry, but in insurance as well. You mentioned it a lot of uh, uh, bad characters in the insurance world. Um, and what we love doing is we love uh, only doing what we would do for ourselves. So when we sell something, uh, we only want to sell. We would sell to ourselves. And a lot of times uh, we'll unsell people a product that they came to us because their financial advisor or mm. us that you know their grandma or their their neighbor said that they should buy. And um, we'll be like, well, let's actually go through that. Is it actually a good idea to buy that product or not? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Patrick has the same philosophy, which is, I think, why we connected. And so our business is really built off of, uh, you know, the golden rule doing uh, unto others as we would do for ourselves. Um, and then that just generates business on its own. The word starts getting out. And because there's not a lot of, um, you know, insurance agents, like you mentioned, that have uh, reputations like that, people start talking. And so our business is really referral driven. Uh, when we do good work for somebody, um, they start telling other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. I to the to the commission part, like you know, all of that is absolutely true. You know, me and me and Zach have always been on the same wavelength. But the commission part never scared me very much because um, you know I had been doing commission work for you know most of my twenties. Um, I think the part that scared me more was taking a paycheck having someone else tell me what an hour of my time was worth. That's so, good. So I've always thought, I, I've never been afraid of the commission. You know, I was always afraid of someone else taking the entrepreneurial spirit with me in mm-hmm. the form of $2,000 a week for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. you know? So, and and I think as part of like the entrepreneurial mind, you know, it's going to become very apparent, anybody that me and Zach work with, that we truly care about you and we truly care about protecting your family because we're in the insurance business but really you know we're in the protection business Hmm. you know like we can't stop whatever the bad thing was from happening to you and your family but what we can do is show up with you know a check to make you whole again if it does Hmm. you know so and i i really do think that you know when you call into us or you know when you request our help or or when we you know call you to try to help your family it's going to become very apparent to you within the first couple of minutes of the conversation that we're not on a script and we're not trying to push products on you that benefit us we're giving you advice. We like to view ourselves more as coaches and more as teachers than anything else. So how, do you, like, how do you do that? I mean, how are you building those relationships and attempting to kind of build that trust? What what trust is needed as an insurance person with the end consumer? You have because because insurance to most people is so complicated. Unless you're the type of person to go out and do all of your research on every single carrier, every single type of coverage, every single type of plan, it's going to seem like a lot of just confusing numbers to you. So mm. I'm the person that puts, or we're the people that put the human aspect behind it. You know? what, what types of insurance products is Trumbull offering? Like, I mean, homeowner's insurance, is it health insurance? Is it what kind of, like, what would you help your consumers with? We are full service, okay. you know, home, auto, life, and health. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, I think uh, Zach can speak uh, more to that bit because he was the one that built it in uh, in yep. Michigan. 
Yeah. So, so um, our, our real niche is is that that personal lines client um, and being a, hol- a holistic service for the personal lines client. Mm. So, um, every, every sort of insurance you may need as an individual, um, we are, are here to help. We do offer some some commercial as well, but it's definitely not our target market. Okay. Uh, definitely, uh, the people we've we've created kind of processes and workflows for that um, really serve them is definitely your personal lines client. So, Patrick, I know you and I have talked about this a little bit in the past, but you have a certain specialty, and then Zach has mm-hmm. a certain specialty. Kind of, what does that matter as you're as you're selling certain products, or to have a kind of a certain niche? It's a uh, it's nice to have two halves of a whole. Mm-hmm. You know, um, because I come from the life insurance and retirement world. Okay, and you know, Zach started in you know home and auto, so anything home and auto related. I know I've got an encyclopedia that I can call at any moment because you're going to come up with weird scenarios and situations. Customers are going to call you with like, you know, interesting issues. And I know that I've got a lifeline that I can call at any mm-hmm. point. And mm-hmm. then Zach literally has a lifeline that he can call at any point because <laughs> I know life insurance. Yeah. Uh, the puns. Well, definitely you guys know in the real estate business, like there's no two houses that are the same. And uh, on the homeowner's insurance side, like it's the it's it's uh, very similar that we have to write, you know, very different policies for different sorts of homes. Um, and so, you know, if someone has, you know, so, uh, buying this really unique property, well, you also have to have some unique insurance for it, too. And so, yeah, like like Pat said, it's nice to have kind of both of us who who come from different different worlds. You know, we're bringing on about uh, 150 uh, to 200 new clients, personal lines clients every month. And so we mm-hmm. see we see all sorts of homes every single month mm-hmm. um, and then all different sorts of needs for life insurance. People who make 50000 and people who make $500,000 a year, um, what are their needs? And so, um, yeah, to have people who are experts in, 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 in certain areas, you know, we always talk about how insurance is not rocket science. Like it really is not rocket science. Um, at the end of the day, you know, it's a homeowner's policy. It's an auto policy. There's only so many variables. Uh, but there's definitely some nuances and some weird things to each home. Uh, and so to have those, uh, you know, to have, have those people um, who are specialized, they can still talk about the other lines. But for as a team aspect, we like to work as a team and to have uh, different people. We have um, so not just Patrick and myself, uh, but there's we have 16 agents. Hmm. And so we're able to, you know, ask each other questions, uh, talk about different things that we've seen. Um, and so we, we really take a team approach to helping our clients. Cool. So Nikki and I are obviously in the real estate business. You know, part of the content of our podcast is to is to share and educate to our listeners, you know, about the real estate experience. So walk us through if somebody is looking to purchase a home, what, what are the steps they need to take? I mean, I, we've had lenders on our show before. We've had other inspectors on our show. You know, another component of purchasing a house is... Yeah, you need to have insurance. The lenders require it. You just like automobiles. You have it's required. So walk us through the house process of maybe it's like start to finish. Like what do you do to kind of walk the client's hand through the beginning to end process of the insurance part of it? So it really starts before, um, but b- before you buy the house. <laughs> so before mm-hmm. you know, it's it's even under contract. Um, we like to, um, and I think Patrick has some of these too, we, we use these kind of inspection checklists. Now you guys go through an inspection um, as a realtor 
And a lot of times uh, we want to also just get the client thinking. Um, and so we work with our referral partners uh, to get them thinking about uh, some some things that might be hot buttons, uh, hot items on a on, on a home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and with the way you guys talked about this in the last podcast, the way the market is right now, um, some of the homes that we see coming on the market are not your uh, cookie cutter, you know, three bed, two bath. Uh, there's some interesting homes out there. And, and we see when markets are squeezed, um, you start seeing not as it's not everything is just easy black and white um, sort of homes and, and so with that can come some 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 challenges on insurance and a couple of the hot button items that we recommend that homeowners look at when they're walking through a house um, is, is is number one what's the what's the roof look like so what's the overall quality of the roof that's a really important um, aspect from a homeowner's perspective also what's the basement look like is there any water down there uh, on a homeowner's policy, flood is not covered. Now, flood is water that hits the ground and comes inside. So mm. if your window's open and water comes inside, it's covered because it hasn't hit the ground yet. Uh, but as soon as it hits the ground and comes inside, that's flood. And uh, if the basement's a little wet, if it looks like there's some water stains on the carpet, good questions to ask mm. about. And obviously, it's disclosed, you know, when, when they're buying, uh, buying the house. But well, you'd be surprised how many wet basements we see after a home is purchased and so you know making sure that 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 basement's dry and then if there's a sump pump that it's in good working order um so again this is just some visuals before we actually buy the house um that sump pump is the number one claim that we see on a home uh, so the insurance there's a there's an i don't know the proper word a person probably has a, a title that goes out to see the house and looks at the the condition prior to yep. purchasing the house the the home inspector you mean home inspector yeah Okay. Yep, yep. Exactly. So when when the home inspector is go, going out, that that buyer, a good question to ask is about that sump pump, right? Mm-hmm. So like, you know, hey, is that in good working order? Uh, the number one homeowner's claim we see is a failed sump pump in a house, and on a homeowner's policy, that's not covered if water backs up into the home unless you have a, spe- a special endorsement called water backup of sewers or drains. So everybody, I know you have them handy. Get out your uh, get out your policies at home. And <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, so you, the insurance people, you're looking at the actual home inspector's report um, that, that you see because how are you going to justify or look at and say, okay, here's the price of your insurance based off of these things, right? Sure, sure. So those are some things that we recommend a client looks at ahead of time. Now, when we're pricing a policy and looking at coverages that we're going to recommend, we're looking at the the basement, it just if it's finished, you know, if there's, there's, a, there's a high finish to the basement, um, we're going to recommend a higher water backup of sewers or drains coverage in case that sump pump fails and water backs up into the basement. Um, if it's fully finished, it could cost, you know, mm-hmm. it, I, I'm speaking as someone who's had two of these claims. Okay. So this has yeah. happened twice. Uh, <laughs> That's a bummer. It's, yeah, unfortunate. Uh, we were about to go to our Christmas party a couple of years ago and my daughter's come up out of the basement and we said, what are you guys doing? They said, we're getting our rain boots. We said, why? <laughs> yeah. said, we're going to play in the puddles in the basement. I was like, oh my goodness. So, um, Speaking from experience, this is an important coverage. So, you know, if it's a finished basement, you're looking at twenty-five to fifty thousand dollars of coverage that you need for that for that basement. Um, and so, we're we're looking at it from our our eyes. Typically, we're looking off of listing documentation. Uh, we're able to see a lot of those pictures, um, mm. and then we will ask the clients some clarifying questions okay. if we can't see. Good. So, you're not actually sending somebody to no. inspect a home. It's just word of mouth, mm. what you see, pictures, yep. and the yep. okay. You got it. So. We briefly touched on price, and I don't want to talk about that because mm-hmm. I, I feel like when you're watching television, you mentioned Jake from State Farm. Oh, yeah. You know, the insurance companies are raking in the dollars to be able to spit out these advertisements to compete against one another. 
What do you guys offer? Trumbull Insurance is not a well-known company. It's not a well-known entity. I love the fact that you guys are local, and I want to really touch on that because mm-hmm. that's the heartbeat of our podcast and how we really are trying to associate. Let's work with people that are local. How do you overcome the the struggle of pricing and someone just shopping for the lowest and easiest rate? To be Patrick, can you talk about like brokerage versus because you have experience about this, you know, the brokerage yeah. versus a you know someone who's captive. Yeah, I I, I come from the captive world where um, you, you so the basic difference between captive and and independent agents is captives work for one company. So you go to a state farm or an all state and you work with one agent who can only sell you that product. Yeah. Okay. So they they've got an entire tool belt, but all they've got is a hammer, so every situation is a nail, no matter what. Mm-hmm. You might need a screwdriver, but they've got a hammer, so you're getting slammed, you know. Uh-huh. And uh, kind of the major the major difference, you know, for us is, you know, we're we're essentially insurance shoppers. Like we basically act as a storefront for the other major carriers. So when you come to us, you know, we look at your situation individually and we'll say you know what based on what i know about you your family and this house that you're looking at the best carrier for you is going to be either a or b you know and then so we're we're shopping so we are trying to find you the best deal but we're not necessarily trying to compete on on price alone if you notice all of the marketing if you're watching football or soccer i know you're a big soccer Mm -hmm. um have you ever noticed any uh insurance related commercials or marketing that was about protecting your family and not about uh saving money no i just see like cars crash their windows and be like don't let this happen to you, mm. you know? yeah exactly <laughs> something All of fun them, yeah. something every goofy. single one yeah. is is price driven mm-hmm. whereas you know we're we're you know uh, a couple of guys you know i'm i'm local here in winchester when you come to me i have to write you the proper coverage so that if you do have a claim if you do have a bad day i don't have to hide under the desk because we call you directly then right because (laughs) because you call me directly and i'll see you at costco i'll Mm -hmm. see you downtown i'll Mm -hmm. see you at roma's Mm -hmm. like i'll see you everywhere so i have to give you the best advice and i have to cover you I kind of feel like it's like um, when Marlon was in and he was talking about how he does the same thing with mortgages. For loans. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's yep. not like you go to a bank and you're offered what the bank can offer, but you go to right. Marlon, you get, hey, these are all the different rates that, you know, concept of like a brokerage pick, where you're let's shopping pick around. What is best for you? So yeah. you're kind of the same thing. And, and very, yeah, we're very, very similar to them. The other thing that we're looking at too is, you know, uh, who is the carrier that we like the most for your situation on the mm. claim side? Mm-hmm. Because the problem when you get in a bidding war, you know, with different companies that spend a bunch of money on, you know, big name guys like Patrick Mahomes, that money is not only going into your premium, but it's also coming off of your claims. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the companies that we represent hmm. might be lesser known, but we know that they're a dream to deal with on the claim side. Interesting. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's my job is I vet companies. So like I'm vetting companies all day long. I'm going over claim rating. I'm going over JD Power reports. I'm going over mm-hmm. different consumer reports, looking over historical data, um, calling body shops uh, and asking mm-hmm. them what their experiences are with these companies, you know, and so um, we pick our companies based on who the body shops like the best because they're the ones fixing your cars nice. and who the restoration companies like working with the best oh. and um, like one of the first things we did before we even got appointments was Patrick and I went and met with the restoration company M3 restoration there in, in Winchester um, and and I asked him I said who do you like working with who are your best pe- who, who are the best companies hmm. to do a claim with 
mm-hmm. because that's who we want our clients to go with is those companies who not not just offer the lowest price, mm-hmm. but when push comes to shove and we have to pay out hundreds of thousands of dollars, they're the ones who are paying and paying very fairly so that you're not out. That's mm-hmm. cool because yeah. that, that even doubles down on the whole customer service relationship-based oh, yeah. mentality yeah. that you are doing your due diligence, researching what is best for your customers, mm-hmm. but also our own community and, and really oh, yeah. benefiting. And we, and we will, and we will, and we have in the past turned down business if it if it if we know that we can't beat a certain price that they need and put them with a company that we don't trust to take care of them. Mm-hmm. We would much rather lose money than place you with somebody that we know that's not going to take care of you the way that we would take care right. of you. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. Right. That's great. What's a common misconception? about the insurance world is there anything that stands out to either of you guys well i mean from a uh, when you work with people standpoint you know a lot of people think that that we're all uh you know old and gray-haired and it's there's actually a couple <laughs> you know younger guys here who are you know actually you know selling yeah. insurance which yeah. is weird for people hmm. so so yeah do you, if you're younger do you not know what you're talking about that's what people think right? there's a little bit <laughs> so. of that to overcome uh-huh. and yeah. sometimes i hate to say it but you know if i'm working with an older client sometimes i'll overestimate their curiosity on a couple of coverages just to show them that hey <laughs> i might uh-huh. be missing the yeah. grays but i know a thing or two yeah <laughs> yeah nice uh, that's well, funny and we have a younger staff in, in general you know and so one of the things we do to compensate for that is we train every single day so every morning uh, we watch uh, training videos um, so that we're all on top of it. And then at 8.55, we all hop on an all-hands call every single day and we go over that training material. So um, we're very conscious that we have to stay up to date on what's going on in the insurance world. And every single one of our people, we can't have a weak link in the chain, right? Every single mm-hmm. one of our people has to be educated and know what they're talking about. And so we, we've baked that into the culture of our business every day. Uh, you know, uh, the, the the way to get better at something is habits, right? And so creating those habits that continually uh, allow you to improve. So, mm-hmm. you know, the, the white hair guy, you know, there's, there's some really great white hair and we have a lot of respect for it. There's no, nothing wrong with, you know, uh, <laughs> nothing wrong with old people. insurance, uh, <laughs> we love but, it. but I will say that they, they might be doing it the, uh, the, the, the way it used to be done, right. right. The way it's always been mm-hmm. done. Uh, we're, we're very conscious of what's happening today. Um, mm-hmm. And we're very conscious of what's happening today every day. Cause we're always training and always learning. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I think people are becoming more receptive to younger younger people providing those services though too. I mean because I think people do understand that the younger people are the ones that were just in school. They were just educated. They, they do have, you know, strong drive to, you know, improve. I mean in general. So I think, you mm-hmm. know, it's it's uh, it can turn. be difficult, but I, I think it's possible. I know at least it's same thing in medicine. Like when a young physician walks in, are you like concerned or you should be real kind of excited because they have the right. latest and greatest knowledge. They know, you know, the most recent advancements and things. So I think, you know, I think it's a good thing. Well, that's a, that's part of the reason why we train so frequently. You know, we mm-hmm. train every single day and we're constantly learning new things because in our youth, we're really, really agile. Right. And that's the thing that I worry about, you know, especially you, know, you coming from the medical field. If you have an older doctor coming in, you know, to do a, a serious surgery on you, is he going to use technology from 20 years ago? 
or is he going to be up to date? You know, like those are thoughts that you might have. And insurance is a little bit lower stakes, I think, than, you know, yeah. going to the doctor for a surgery. But it's kind of a similar <laughs> thing. Like, hey, is he going to be selling me coverage based on what I needed 20 years ago in the 90s? Mm-hmm. Or is he going to be selling me on today's stuff? Are you, know? you the only remote employee? Are there other people, like other than Michigan and Winchester, where where else are we located? I'm, I'm the only remote employee. Okay. Um, out of state. Out, out of state. state. Out of remote state. employees here in state. Okay. Yep. Yep. So Michigan and Virginia, though, are the mm-hmm. locations. For now. Mm-hmm. For now. Sure. For now. There you go. You just got to <laughs> continue to grow and continue to prove yourselves to everybody. Oh, well, yeah. you guys are amazing. Thanks so much for being here. We love to ask our guests five iconic questions. And Patrick is smiling at me. He probably has his answers right yeah. off the bat, ready to roll. <laughs> but you guys can both fire away. So question number one, what is one of your favorite restaurants in town? I already know without thinking Patrick, about it. Patrick, go. El Centro. El, see, walking distance right now. Yeah, it's, Mexican. It's right there. It's a gorgeous place. The location couldn't be better. The mm-hmm. staff is super friendly. Yes. You know, there's a lady named Julie there that's awesome. You yep. know, I love that spot. Zach, what about you? I'm, I'm, I'm going to go Mexican too. La Carreta. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Old school. Old school yeah, Mexican. Yeah. Excellent. All right. What is something you love about your neighborhood? People are really, really friendly. I live in uh, Shawnee Land. Um, and uh, it feels kind of secluded. It feels mm-hmm. like a regular neighborhood, but um, people are also just very, very friendly. If you if your car breaks down, you know that three people are going to stop and That's cool. see, see what's going on. Yeah, you know? nice. Yeah, Michigan man, what's what's cool about your neighborhood? Yeah, well, I live in the middle of the woods, uh, and 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 I love living uh, where you know it's it, it feels secluded, but it's close to things. So you know, just a couple minutes away from from convenience, but it feels and and there's a lot of that in Virginia. My parents just built a house, and you know the the views when you're in the woods or when you're on a mountain, like that's that's for me what makes a house is the views and and uh, feeling like you're a part of nature. Yep. Well, I'll come back to you for question number three, Zach. Um, why is Winchester such a great place to live? Even though you're not living here now, you've got a lot of experience. So what do you love about Winchester? So um, for me, uh, I like that it feels like a very small community. Um, it's, 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 a, it's a bigger town, and it's getting bigger and bigger. Um, a lot of people from, I think, Northern Virginia are coming, coming that way. Uh, but it's still a very small town. Uh, you know, everybody knows everybody. You know, you can go into, you know, any breakfast restaurant, you're going to run to the same people pretty much every single time. And uh, I think that makes it feel like real community, not just uh, not just a sleeper villi- a sleeper community, but it's actually a real mm-hmm. community where people are plugged in, connected. And there's a lot happening. Yep. Patrick, how yeah, about you? That's the same. Um, people genuinely care about you around here. And I like that. I spent the majority of my life in huge cities where you mm. just, you're a number and you can walk around and not talk to anybody, you know, all day long. But in Winchester, it's just different. Like yep. it's a great community. People really actually are invested in you and care about you. Love it. Question four. Where do you uh, meet or spend time with your friends in Winchester? <coughs> oh man. Um, slow pitch softball, uh, Frisbee golf, avid Frisbee golfer. Oh, you're a Frisbee golfer too. Yes. Okay. Just like Josh hey, Kirby. <laughs> just, Hey, I, I spend a lot of time with Josh Kirby. I, I love that guy. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not an athlete. I'm just a dude with an arm. All so right. Frisbee golf for me was perfect. 
Um, but yeah, and, and really too, uh, my daughter is just as extroverted as I am. She's four. So you typically most weekends you can find us downtown or you can find us, you know, goofing off somewhere and yep. she making, in talking to everybody nice. just as extroverted as I am. So that's, that's how I meet the most people is hanging out with my daughter and playing sports. Yep. <laughs> you know. Zach, how about you? When you come home, maybe like yeah, so, where, where do you uh, meet people you know, in Winchester? We, I lived in Winchester for a while, right by, uh, the middle school. And, um, we would always walk down to, uh, Jim Barnett. And so Jim Barnett like is you know that was that holds a lot of good memories the little bike the bike is the bike thing still over there where the, the oh, yeah. jumps and everything yep. the yep. dirt mm-hmm. bike thing yeah mm-hmm. there, i've like seen that that, that right there was seen, like oh, yeah. my childhood in a nutshell was riding my bike on those um you know little jumps and stuff and so jim barnett's just beautiful and it's, it's great to have kind of right there in shenandoah too that's cool mm-hmm. last and final question what is one of winchester's hidden gems winchester's hidden gems um for me it's the uh walking trails at the uh msv oh yeah i spend a lot of time down there with my kids and the trails are almost always empty which means it must be hidden. still hidden (laughs) but the more people that that talk about it i mean i think even on our show man everybody talks about those those uh trails they're great crushed it they absolutely crushed it Um, i and in a way i almost don't i shouldn't have said that because i don't want (laughs) to to get out (laughs) because now people are going to fill up my trails Uh, they're they're big enough to handle Yeah. yeah zach what do you think what is what's hidden in winchester driving out of town on cedar creek grade and just keep keeping going um mm. it feels like you're on uh you know the um oh, what's what's the thing in front royal the um park drive it feels like you're on skyline drive just going out cedar creek grade yep. there's beautiful homes beautiful um mountain views and uh for me when i go home it's one of my favorite things to do is just go drive down cedar creek grade until it hits middle road so it's beautiful that's cool you guys are awesome for being a part of our show today just give us the the deets tell us how we can find you guys because trumbull insurance you know where do we go yeah we've uh uh trumbull insurance website okay um we're uh we're on facebook all the all the regular places um most people in winchester contact you contact me on my cell phone okay you know do you want me to say my final way absolutely five four zero five three two zero six two two all right. Wait, I didn't catch that. I was going to get my pin out. Can you say that again? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you got it. Radio voice coming right at you. 540-532-0622. It's funny you say that because, I mean, you guys both have great voices. You, you can come come back on our show anytime. Zach, don't you, awesome. you're part of podcasts also. Is there any, How about you? Is there any way, anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, I mean, we have we have a couple podcasts. Um, uh, you know, I, I think in general, you know, if you go to our website, TrumbleAgency.com, um, we're always putting out some new content for from an educational standpoint. Same on Facebook. Um, so writing different educational articles that you guys can follow. Um, and, you know, again, our, our big thing is to give you good information. So if you have questions about insurance, um, you can reach Patrick at his cell or his email, Patrick, P-A-T-R-I-C-K, at TrumbleAgency.com. Um, and uh, and for us, you know, we just want to answer any questions you guys have and help. So awesome. thanks for having us. This is awesome. Guys. Absolutely. Thank, thank you, so guys. Much. And really Zoom it. microphone man. We love it. Thank you so much. <laughs> Patrick, thanks for being here in the basement. Yeah. Hey, love it. thanks for having us, man. Absolutely. Talk to you guys later. Well, that was fun, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Definitely. I liked them. They definitely brought a lot of energy. Bring the energy. And, you know, it's funny that they talked about being young and yeah, young. I didn't even really think about it, to be quite honest. Uh, of the typical old insurance 
well, salesperson, you know. Yeah, I guess it, in regard to insurance, I feel like a lot of times I don't even know my insurance agent. So right. doesn't it, a lot of it happens, you know, maybe over the phone. So you don't really necessarily get a face-to-face. So a lot of times I can, I, I really have no idea who the person is or it's, as he was saying, you know, the whole, like, they want to look and see, do you have more than what you need? Do you have what you need? Like some of our insurance products that, that we have as a family were, recommendations from like a financial advisor and she gives a connection. So I don't really know the person. So this was, I mean, it's beneficial to know that there's people out there who care, Mm -hmm. people out there who are knowledgeable and people out there who will customize what you need to benefit your family. If something does go wrong Mm -hmm. and yeah, I mean, you can just get a referral and, or Google insurance, you know, for home or auto or whatever and Mm -hmm. get a big company and, they might be able to give you a good rate, but it sounds like a, I love the analogy of hammer and nail. Yes. And you, you need the screwdriver. Yeah. So you think of different packages. They know more than I do. You know, so I can rely on them to say, yeah. here's what you need. And also that sort of that back, you know, back end work of like he's talking to the people providing the services who are saying, who who do you like to work that with? That was because cool. Yep. Yeah, because I mean, I, I'm sure and I've heard horror stories of like, oh, you know, I don't want to say the name, but like, you know, a certain like sort of maybe car insurance that sort of markets itself as being like really affordable. And right. then they're like, yeah, it's was terrible. But when, when I you had go to accident. the body shop yeah, and get exactly. it fixed, I'm like, not going to help you I out. Couldn't, I couldn't yeah. do anything with that insurance. So, you know, so having them kind of do that legwork that, you know, you know that when or if you you're going to actually need to you know call in on that issue Mm -hmm. that you're going to get what you need out of it yeah and that they're doing i mean even though zach is in michigan he's visiting here very regularly to do that kind of behind the scenes work local and he got a lot of local contacts local roots yeah so So. again we're all about promoting the local community and that is something educational Mm -hmm. i love it yeah well we have something that we want to pass on just Mm. Nikki you and I we we we've partnered together to help the community in a way for real estate. Uh-huh. And and we've talked about kind of our past you your past of being a physician's assistant mm-hmm. which by the way I got yelled at by my wife mm-hmm. as physician assistant yes. and I know that. Yeah. But I think just in my excitement of saying physician assistant the S got put in there. <laughs> I don't know. I think I didn't say anything because I was like, well, I'm not going to like do. But, but I yes. know. Yeah. Okay. I, I know. I'm sure. I know your wife would not be happy Physician with that. <laughs> assistant. Right. Okay. Right. So as being a PA. Yes. I'll yeah, just, just say the PA. Say PA. Right. Um, you know, you, you have a lot of medical contacts. And, sure. and my wife working at Shenandoah, there's a lot of contacts there. Mm-hmm. We also have plenty of people who are part of large corporations in town that we know. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of people that want to move to Winchester. Yeah. Right. And they're coming from out of town, out of state. They don't know the area. Mm-hmm. So one of the first things that we're going to be doing is telling them, listen to our podcast, listen to Iconic yeah. Talk to learn about yep. the benefits of Winchester. Because if you're coming from a different area, you might not know what Winchester has to offer. Right. Right. You get some a little few name drops, some guests, some businesses yeah. to check out. So check it out. The hidden gem. <laughs> but what we offer as realtors is essentially we will give you a guided tour around town. Mm-hmm. We will make sure that you get put up in a nice hotel. We'll give you a little welcome gift. We have all kinds of opportunities to where if you come into town for an interview mm-hmm. and you are candidating for a job, you want to go beyond just the 
the walls of what the interview is like. Mm-hmm. Let's get on around town. Let's yeah. see, you know, what does the town have to offer? What do the neighborhoods look like? Yep. Where would I live if I worked here? Yes. There's so many different opportunities um, for businesses who might be listening or if it's large industries like doctors or hospital mm-hmm. or the university that are hiring people, mm-hmm. we will provide that service for you. Yes, absolutely. Give us a call mm-hmm. because we will be able to give your candidate a tour sell them on the town right and sell them that this is a cool place to live you should work here instead Mm -hmm. of go work in blacksburg or or fairfax Fairfax or or virginia beach Mm -hmm. or wherever else you think you might be Mm -hmm. living even Mm -hmm. in the area yeah winchester is cool so yeah for sure i'm excited about that aspect and you know it's i i just like the okay let's go for a drive you tell me you know, tell me about yourself, you know, oh, yeah. you play tennis? Okay, let's go by Stonebrook. Let's go by Winchester Country Club. Figure like, you out know, things like beyond just, just the work. Yeah, exactly. Because you want to you wanna know about the town that you could be living in. You yep. want to sort of see what it's all about, not just the actual physical location of your work. So. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So we will give tours. Yeah. That is something to, to mark down mm-hmm. and uh, let us know if you have somebody that you're hiring that you want us to sell the town to we will sell we will help them choose winchester absolutely choose winchester well what's happening in winchester in the next week or two that we should put on our calendar okay so a couple of fun things so (laughs) you're gonna think this is a little nutty but um american serial killer trivia at broken window brewing wow so if you're i'm all i i'm an avid podcast listener okay and one of my favorite genres is True crime. Oh, like you, you're one of those true people. crime all yes. the time. Yes. Yep. So I saw that the other day and I was like, that sounds super fun. Yep. <laughs> super fun and morbid. I guess it's for Halloween, right? It's not a thing that they do regularly. Probably. Yeah. Just so Halloween. Next Wednesday, um, October twenty seventh, seven thirty PM. They actually had one um in the uh, the past uh, that was like Shits Creek trivia. Yeah, I'm like, sure. that would be super fun. Okay, sure. You know, so they must have a trivia night fairly fairly regularly. Maybe yep. it's every Wednesday, but this uh next Wednesday, the twenty seventh, is serial killer trivia for okay. Halloween. Okay. Yeah. By the way, since you're talking about that, have mm. have you ever watched the show on Hulu called Only Murders in the Building? No. That would be right up your alley. Okay. <laughs> it has Steve Martin and oh. um uh, yeah. Oh, Martin Short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Isn't Selena, Selena Gomez. Gomez is in it? Yeah. And it's all about um, murder in a building in New York City. Okay. And they have a podcast because they listen to murder podcasts, oh. just like what you're talking about. And so then they create their own podcast to help to get talk Hulu. about. I think we just canceled Hulu, but uh, I yes, but I did. Just I heard as them you were being talking about that, made me think. Okay, there's a little pop culture for <laughs> okay. you. Just one of many shows out there on the interwebs. Yes, I need to look at that one. Um, and so something a little more family friendly is the Old Town Winchester Halloween Fair on the downtown walking mall. Um, that is Saturday, October 30th um, from 4 to 7. So this is hosted by the Winchester Book Gallery, but um, it's just games, activities for kids of all ages. So just something fun outside. Um, I'm not sure if they'll be doing trick or treating. I didn't really say, but, you know, just an outdoor type of activity for for kids, adults, cool. bring your family. You down never to know with COVID. Ball. I mean, you never know mm. what's going to be officially on full bore yeah. versus just kind of let's just part time do it or mm-hmm. keep your distance. Yes, just everybody out there still be safe. You right. know, recognize we're still in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, do do the right thing. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. Is that it? Anything that else? That was all I had okay. for events. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for joining us in this episode of Iconic Talk. We hope you learned something from today's episode and look forward to sharing more with you next week. 
Remember, when you're looking for a real estate professional, make sure they're experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. We appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us. If you have a moment, we would love if you would leave us a rating and review. And if you're enjoying listening, take a moment to subscribe or share the podcast with your friends. Definitely share. Until next time, think iconic.